doesn't matter. I want all my picks back, and I want David goddamn Putney just because I feel like it. You're out of your mind. Yeah, I am, haven't I? proved that already. You make this deal right now, Tom, and you get Bo Callahan. Say it with me. You get Bo. You do your job. That's what's the problem right here. Hey, no, like, Nate, I think you're zero for two now with catching Santa. Is that right? Because I got my gifts. That's what happened with me. Yeah, I'm, I'm over two. He must have slipped away again this time. Ah. I'll get him next year. All right. Well, welcome back, everyone, to Foxborough Fanatics. We are kind of far away from each other right now. We're not in the studio at all. We're home. I'm here in Maine. Nate's in Connecticut. So we're far away. It's a big snowy day, so a lot of shoveling out there. Only... Three inches, though, Nate, for you in Connecticut. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, so Nate got three inches of snow. Um, I got somewhere around 14 to 15 we're looking at, quite a bit. Um, But we're over the phone right now, so if there's a little bit of glitching around, you'll know why, because we're not in the studio. Um, But we're coming back after quite a bit of a break. Um, I've been working pretty hard because some of you may know that Birthplace Studios is going to Hoopa. Big news. So that's going to be really fun. Um, we'll be there for five full days with the Springfield student. Um, thank you to Luke Whitehouse, Braden Shea, and the advisor of the Springfield student, Amy Crawford, who have done a lot of work um, to prepare for that. And thank you to the Hall of Fame as well, organizing the entire Spalding Hoopa Classic event this year. Um, but let's get into some Patriots news. So, Matthew Slater is going to be retiring, Nate. He's going to be retiring. Um, after a 16-year career, he said, quote, it's been a blessing. Slater goes. I feel like he's always been on the team. What's that, Nate? I said, I think uh, it's sad to see Slater go. I felt like he's always been on the team ever since I watched him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like he's been – he's always a constant. Absolutely. Um, as I was saying before – Quote, it's been a blessing, end quote. That's what Matthew Slater said. Um, And he's had definitely an emotional time, um, this being his last game, unfortunately with a loss against the New York Jets, breaking a 15-game streak of New England, always beating the New York Jets. Um, But before we get into the Jets, again, another another time for me to say, before we get into, um, let's talk a little bit with what we missed. We missed the... Denver Broncos game, and we missed the um, Buffalo Bills, at least for talking about it on air. Um, I do want to mention, right before the Broncos game, um, it was said by Bill Belichick that um, in the first half of the Chiefs game, way back, the 27-17 loss, um, both Harrison Butker and Chad Ryland missed field goals. And it was because that the footballs used for kicking were under under deflated by two to two and a half pounds. Um, that's why that happened for both kickers there. Um, we know that Chad has had some issues, but that was the case for that. But Nate, I'm gonna open it a little bit up for you um, for the Broncos game that we missed. Um, we were able to pull out a win. Great win. Yeah. We love it. That's what we love to see. Uh, it was 26-23 to 23 in Denver. 
um, thoughts there, and then I'll continue with mine. So overall, in in Denver, it was it was definitely a weird game. I mean, we started off with that that zappy fumble, and we gave it to them on like their twenty or less. I couldn't tell you the exact yardages, but we we stopped them. So it was it was a strange few first minutes i'll put it that way but then overall it looked like we got into a little bit of a groove and hey i mean any zappy win is it's pretty dope (laughs) yeah i mean i talked um before about the denver broncos having the least amount or sorry the most amount of rushing yards allowed on defense, and New England didn't really capitalize that on that. They had 59 total yards rushing as a team, uh, which was less than the Broncos had that game as well. So they didn't perform exactly the way I thought they were going to, but I was completely impressed with Bailey Zappi. Um, he was 25 of 33, 256 yards, and two touchdowns. No picks. Um, and the offensive line held up, too. Only two sacks for 26 yards. So I felt like... There were some parts that went really well, others that didn't. Of course, they made it a close game. Um, but another point that Nate, you might want to touch upon, too, is that I found that the Patriots' defense, their weakness, is when the offense was opening up the field. Um, there was a lot of empty backfield plays where Den- uh, Denver was just launching the ball deep. That's one of their strengths, honestly, is trying to at least find Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy downfield with Wilson throwing the ball and just hope that there's either uh, defensive um, interference or that one of them catches the ball. Um, And that's when they are able to extend and get two touchdowns um, after New England was winning, I believe it was 23-7 at one point after the third quarter. Um, And it felt like, oh, wow. This team's got it because um, the Denver uh, kick returner fumbled the ball. New England was able to take advantage of that. Um, but I saw a lack in two areas that I thought were going to go extremely well, the rushing um, side of things and just the defense as a whole because they've been performing really well, and I thought they would do a little better against the Denver Broncos. Yeah. I definitely agree. I think this New England defense relies so much on one and ones, and it's just with a with a hurt kind of corners. We're expecting a lot from these guys. So late in the year, not a lot on the line. If we're going to be honest, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think too. Think about like think too deep into. The deep shots, I feel like their job was to really just stuff the run, stuff anything short, and if they wanted to take 50-50 ball, let them take it. So I I definitely understand where you're coming from. I, I think towards the end of the season, though, especially with our season and how it went, it's it's different. It's different. Yeah, um, I agree with the 50-50 balls. Let them do that because, again, they're 50-50. Um, but I I honestly expected a little bit more man coverage. But again, you're right. This team is not as well equipped with the injuries they've had. Um, speaking of injuries, I wanted to touch upon the injured reserve list that's happened so far this season. Um, so here are some notable names. Um, Raekwon McMillan, way earlier in the year um, on injured reserve. Isaiah Bolden, cornerback. We're going to start getting into those corners real soon, Nate. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> injured reserve. Kendrick Bourne, big one for wide receiver. Um, Riley Reef, an offensive tackle that I honestly thought was going to start at the beginning of the year. Um, Cole Strange, a lineman. Um, once we get into the Jets game, we'll have a lot to talk about that offensive line. J.C. Jackson, um, he's not necessarily on injured reserve, but because of mental health issues, he is not with the team on the active roster at the moment. Um, Connor McDermott, another tackle, injured reserve. Andre Stevenson, one of our largest weapons. Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, Tyrone Wheatley Jr., another one, another tackle. Calvin Anderson, another tackle. Uh, Daniel Quale, defensive tackle. Marcus Jones, we talk about the corners. There's another one. Hunter Henry, just recently. Um, and then, of course, Matt Judon and Christian Gonzalez. A lot of offensive tackle, a lot of cornerback, and it's showing. But I will give um, the corners credit because they've done actually quite well and have impressed me. Yeah, I mean, I... I... I did not know we had that many offensive tackles on the <laughs> I didn't even know that. But, um, no, I, I, I'm just stunned. I, I don't know what to say. I don't know if this is like a year-to-year thing with so many big players out. Like, I just feel like it's the first time as New England fans we really, really kind of seen the damages. Because granted, besides the 2008 season when Brady went out, good thing I was like, can't remember that. <laughs> If Gronk's out, we had so many other options to throw to. If that means right. we had other options. It's different nowadays when you take out Kendrick Bourne and Hunter Henry and Ramondre Stevenson. It's like, who's your next option? <laughs> it's, it just kind of blows my mind. And hopefully these injuries are just season-lasting and they come back next year. Healthy, it's not like long lasting where we need to release them or get rid of them, and it's just I'm honestly speechless. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So many, oh, go ahead. Sorry, it's just so many offensive tackles. Yeah, yeah, you're like, uh, do we have any left? Uh, yeah, I honestly don't know the number, but we're, I'm sure we're not doing so hot. <laughs> At least it's the off season now. Um, I don't have much to say about the Bills game, um, other than it was a 27-21 loss. I felt like we kept up. I felt like New England kept up pretty well, but of course, the losses in terms of injuries and lack of um, skill players for New England on offense showed. But yeah. Cool. I, I I definitely agree with that. I would say that's pl- that's a plain and simple game of like just don't turn the ball over. And we were right. that game because I feel like we played well. Just it was like six turnovers. You can't do that and expect to win games. Right. There's some miscommunication um, between Zappy and receivers. Zappy really did not play well, and yeah. um, Buffalo took advantage. They're a playoff team, so that's what's going to happen with there. Um, but I'll go to the Jets game now. Again, 17-3, loss in the snow. Very, very snowy weather out there. Uh, even that, for graphics that were used, they put, like, a gray undertone of, like, the lines. Oh, that was kind of cool. I was like, I want to do that. That's kind of neat. Um, I mean, no, n- these both of these teams were not playing well. 
and it's not fully to the fault of their skill set, but to the weather. I mean, nothing was happening in terms of the pass game for either side. Trevor Simeon was 8 of 20 for 70 yards. Bailey Zappi was 12 of 30 for 88 yards with two interceptions. Just nothing going on. I think in the grand scheme of things, what really you know nipped the Patriots in the butt were two things. They had no response to Brees Hall, and give Brees Hall credit. He was showing excellent patience throughout that game. Ended up having 40, uh, sorry, 37 carries for 178 yards and one touchdown. Like, that, that's, that's a lot of carries. Like, I'm surprised that's how many he got. Um, so credit to him. And then the other side of things was, again, just the offense and the turnovers. Yeah, I would say overall this game was pretty forgettable. It was just like... It was awful weather, just awful. It was run after run. For some reason, I felt like New England threw the ball a little too much. But I agree. Overall, just not a game that I'm going to remember. And hopefully, there's not a lot of backlash on this game. Like if it were to be Bills' last game, so I just I don't know. I kind of want to forget about it. I'm glad we're. Locked in that draft spot. Uh, season's over. Let's focus on next year. Not a lot of good things to take from this game. Right. I agree with the forgettable part. Um, as a fan, um, I remember one of the announcers saying that our offensive performance was pathetic. And as a fan, that felt awful. But can I disagree with today? Not really. Um, Again, with our offensive line, they had seven sacks for 57 yards. A lot of backups out there. Vidarian Lowe was playing. Um, Jake Andrews, I know, was on the field at one point. City So. Just a lot of young guys out there who weren't equipped against the Jets' pass rush. So... That's another part of the offseason that we're going to have to look at. And I can't, again, sit here and say, oh, I think this is what's going to happen specifically because we don't know what's going to happen with the future of Bill Belichick. So, but another spot that needs to be touched upon. I think the, the most fun play that I saw since there were no large plays at, at all. Like, the only one was the touchdown that Brees Hall had, which was for 50 yards. That was, like, the, the only sizable play that was like, wow, that was impressive. The others were not at all. Um, but the one that I did was when um, Bailey Zappi was intercepted late in the game. Um, Davis picked him off, and he ran it back. And then the ball was punched out, and Vidarian Lowe got on top of it. But then Later in the drive, Billy Zappi threw the, a pick again after it deflected off to Mario Douglas. So that's my that's my little fun play. The, I, 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 it kind of made the, fun, the game fun. Like Whenever a team does a little lateral play at the end and it like looks cool but doesn't work out, I still am loving it. Like I'll talk about it for another hour because it's so cool. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah. An hour is a long time. <laughs> it's a long time. Hey, we had to watch New England play for three hours today, 
That felt long. That is a long time. And I'm sorry to say it, too. I really am. Um, but Nate, I'm gonna give you an opportunity now, because um, you told me you're like I got I've got this mock off season. I'm like, oh my gosh, great! You got your homework done because I didn't have time. I'm doing other homework. I'm doing uh, hoop ball homework, the the three H's right now. So um, you're coming in some mock off season, and I'm sure, no doubt, we're gonna have so much to talk about about this off season. Now that we're holding officially the number three overall selection in the 2024 NFL Draft, which I will be at. It'll be very fun. It'll be lots of fun. Because um, anybody who knows me personally knows I am a big fan of the draft, and it's like Christmas Day for me. So um, I'm going to hand it over to you. What is this mock draft? Oh, sorry, not mock drafts. That, that's the stuff I like to do. Um, the mock offseason that you're looking into. So... It's just, it's this post from um, an Instagram called Celts. They spelled it C-E-L-T-S, Celts, or C- whatever. I'm sure it means to be Celtics okay. plus Patriots. Um, but it's a post from them that it's like the mock offseason that's realistic. So obviously there's lots of options New England can go for, but this account kind of focused on more, more reachable goals. Some of them are still stretches, but they're more reasonable than some other mock off seasons I've seen. Yep. So getting into it, they say you part ways with Belichick sadly, but you do then for a new head coach. There's three options are either Jim Harborough, Gerard Mayo or Ben Johnson? I don't know who you, what your thoughts on that would be if we got one of them for a head coach. Um, it's hard because I think no matter who you select, there's going to be a culture change. No matter what, there's going to be a big one because the Bill Belichick way, if you will, has been a part of New England for years and years and years. Since, you know, before we were born, that's a long time. And it's not going to go smooth either way, but I think the crafts need to figure out, according to your offseason prediction, that um, Bill Belichick will part ways. There must be a, for this to go smoothly, there must be a small transition, like, like seamless, seamlessly nothing there, where Bill Belichick is released or there's a mutual parting ways, and then like the next day, there's a hiring. Like this needs to be figured out immediately and set in stone right, so that right. the next day there's like like that it almost doesn't even hit you that oh my gosh, he's gone. That yeah. okay, we're just we're moving on. You know, like no, that that's how we treat games no. or that's how the players and the organization treats games that yep, we won or we lost, moving on next thing. That's how it has always been. If that culture is um, still the same, I think that'll better that transition of head coach and general manager there. Um, I mean, I love Gerard Mayo, so I could totally see that because he's within the organization. But um, at this point, I don't have someone in mind particularly. Yeah. Uh, I I completely agree with that. Like, they better have an answer if they get rid of him. (laughs) Right. All right, so moving on to the re-signed. This is saying re-sign Hunter Henry, 
Kyle Duggar, Kendrick Bourne, Zeke, and Farrell Brown. Yep, okay. And then it said, to trade, trade Mac Jones, Devontae Parker, and Tyquan Thornton. Okay. Yeah. Um, may, can I ask you something? Yeah. So, for Mac Jones, do you think that anybody will want to take him? I think for sure we could get like a fifth round pick. Like fifth, good. really? Fifth? <laughs> you think that's generous? <laughs> I, I do. I really do. I think like at best a conditional seventh. Yeah. I really yeah. do, and I'm not even sure about that. I think someone may pick him up. I think a team could, but I'm honestly not sure if they're gonna want to trade like value. No, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, <laughs> you're you're like I I, I you know I just thought of this because I want the value. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> my thought is just like when if someone's like a fifth rounder, like I I don't know, you just get rid. I you know it was a bad take. Max is worth nothing. <laughs> I thought before he'd leave, I'd send him a little good message by me and say he's worth a first round or fifth rounder, not the first we picked them in, but. I appreciate Whatever. it. I do. <laughs> but someone like like uh, Thornton, I hope we get good, like a lot of good value back from him, because he's yep. the only one out of those three that I think are talented enough to play at a high level and like still have it enough to improve. I think Devontae Parker has kind of mild, like mild out, and he might just kind of decline. I think Max trash. Thornton was the only one I'm like. If we're going to get rid of him, let's get some value back for him. Yeah. Yeah, I think Thornton, among those players that you mentioned, has, again, you said it, has that potential. And because of that potential, I think his trade capital could be a bit higher. Um, <clears throat> like a fifth. Fourth might be pushing it for me, but I could see it. But I could yeah, see a fifth. He's got that speed to him. He'd be good on, like, a Ravens or a Chiefs team. <laughs> right, right. You're absolutely right about that. Okay, cool. All right, and then the cuts. The cuts are cut J.C. Jackson, Adrian Phillips, and Calvin Anderson. Okay. Oh, then oh, oh. I, I have a, this weird attachment to Calvin Anderson. I I I I want to keep him. I, I like I've liked this play, um, but I I I will admit I might be a little biased because he did like one of my uh, Patriots Insight uh, Twitter posts. So um, I'm I'm a little biased, but yeah. But I, I hear you. I hear you. I just want to keep as many tackles as I can. In in this in this in this mock world that we're living in. Right. But I hear you. Walk. It's Trent Brown. Yep. Josh Uche, Gusecki, Mills, Miles Bryant, Riley Reef, and Mac Wilson. And the only one I like completely disagree with is Gusecki. Granted, I don't think um like we should spend too much on him or just try to keep him. But I don't want him to just walk. I think he proved a lot this year. Yeah, no, uh, Gusecki is a hard one. I really do. Like, I f- he hasn't had a whole lot of opportunities because Hunter Henry has been the main man. Right. But you know, it, it's going to depend on what kind of um, contract 
he's going to want, right? Is he is he ready to? He's twenty eight years old. Is he ready to go to a team that's ready to win, or does right. he want to build here? Because you know he, he might be done in say five years. He could. So does he want to sign a large contract with someone else, or does he want to try to build with New England? Yeah, that, yeah. That, it's going to be interesting. Right now, his um, average um, cap was four point five million. So, yeah, yeah, he he's on the fence for me. I, I don't want to break the bank for him, but if he wants to stay, I would love for him to stay. Because if someone like Hunter Henry gets hurt again, who we have to resign anyways, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Or I could be wrong on that. Hunt, um, yes, Hunter Henry has to be resigned. So, like, if Hunter Henry leaves, then I want to keep Gusecki for sure. But if Hunter Henry stays, I hope he's healthy because I like Gusecki as, like, the number two tight end. Right. But like you were saying, like, I could see him just trying to get some cash and go somewhere else. <laughs> right. Yeah. Ready to win. Yeah. All right. And then the, the here's where the fun kind of starts in this uh, – this mock-off season. The fun hasn't started? What? Oh, no, it started, but this is <laughs> we're, we're, go- we're going to the second level. Yeah, this is where it's the stretch and the non-Patriot way comes in. <laughs> okay. Have, Remember, have... in this mock world, Belichick is not our GM. It would be someone else. Correct. Because he'd be gone. So, um, with that said, <laughs> we'd have to break the bank for one of the wide receiver ones. And that's either... <laughs> T. Higgins, Mike Evans, or Pittman. Okay. So that's like that's what they said. Break the bank for one of the receivers of T. Higgins, Mike Evans, or Michael Pittman Jr. Like that's did, that is something we need to do, but not we've not done in the past. Did you or this account pick one? Uh, no, no. So this is left up for like a little leeway. Okay. Yeah. Can I, I can I, I tell I, you my opinion? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think Mike Evans has reached the age where it's not worth it. Really? Okay. Because because I'll give you an explanation why. Um, I mean, if we, if New England ended up um, receiving him um, through free agency, then absolutely I'd be all for it. Right. Of course. But ideally, I would like a T. Higgins because we are looking that. New England is going to get a new quarterback. I feel getting someone who is still relatively young um, to work with a new quarterback, um, I think that would work best, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I I think Mike Evans would be dope. I think he had a great year. <laughs> so I, I would push for Mike Evans, but I would like Higgins too. I'm not... Not a huge fan of Pippen was our number one, but it still would be an improvement of what we have. <laughs> right, right. I mean, it's a difference between Mike Evans is 30 and then yeah. T. Higgins is 24. True. <laughs> so, that is true. So I would love to see a development with a new quarterback, which Mac never yeah. really got, you know? Yeah, I don't think that was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Hey, now. <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right. So this said now, so more free agents assigned would be Marquise Brown, Tyron Smith, um, 
Sean Murphy Bunting. I don't know if I pronounced that right. Mm, yep, you did. And then Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> now, the Tyrod threw me off because yeah, because I wouldn't mind Tyrod as like a backup. Right. I I don't want him as a starter, and I know how this mock goes towards the end. So I, I can see why they said like add Tyrod, but yep. I would just stay away from Tyrod. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because I feel actually comfortable with keeping Bailey Zappi as a backup. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I, out of curiosity, um, did was there any mention of Mike Unwenu? Unwenu. Uh, let's see. Um. Oh, he was on the resign. I'm sorry if I didn't okay, say that. Great. I don't. You may have, but I couldn't remember. But I know he's probably going to need quite a bit of money. Coming up, because yeah, right now his contract is only for, I think it's about eight hundred and seventy-four thousand at the moment. I think his yeah. cap hit for this year is about three million, but that was like the average. Yeah. So. And then I, I like the Marcus uh, Marquise Brown. Like, yeah, if we could pick up another decent receiver. Yeah, consider um, considering the players that were let go at the receiver position. I think, I think getting rid of um, Juju is a must. They didn't say it, but I think just get rid of him. I don't think he's adding enough to what he's. I don't know what he's worth, but I didn't. I didn't like him too much this season. Yeah, I think I think get rid of him because Demario Douglas is obviously stepping up, and if we were to have Kendrick Bourne back. If that's the one-two right now on the team, getting another one-two would mean four decent receivers. I'd rather have that than Juju. Mm-hmm. I think what's really hard right now is um, Juju's dead cap right now is at $16 million, So that's what New England would be losing. Mm-hmm. There is a potential out for New England in 2025, um, okay. so, so after next year's season. So based on that, I think New England, no matter who is at the position, may keep Juju like solely because of that reason. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and then this says now has come to the draft. Ah, uh, my 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 fun time. <laughs> they want to go quarterback. Fair and enough. The three options are, and I give advance for how many names I'm about to butcher, but Drake <laughs> May. Caleb Williams and Jaden Daniels are their top three yep. in quarterbacks. Then second and third round picks, they say go offensive tackle and wide receiver. And the names they have here is Patrick Paul, Corey Franklin, and Tyler Guyton. Okay. You know those guys? <laughs> uh, not as well I as I want to. Um Here's what I'll say about the draft at the moment, at least on my side of things. Yeah. I will begin um, researching these players relatively soon um, because I have a project with that, um, which I, I can't wait for. Um, but I will hold, uh, hold a no comment for all these players in the draft because I just have not researched them enough to have a good understanding of like how they're actually going to be. Um, I will give myself a little credit. 
give myself a little credit. I've done <laughs> relatively well in the three years now, which I can't believe it. Three years now that I've like done like a scouting report myself of quarterbacks. Um, like I remember feeling that Trey Lance was going to be a bust and Zach Wilson was going to be a bust, which they've kind of been. So those are examples. But I feel that once I get a look at these quarterbacks that I will have a decent idea of who I would like to draft. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Ask, ask me about how, what I thought about Mac Jones. What you think about Mac Jones? <laughs> I, I, I gave him a B+. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, and it, what what was interesting is because he had so many great qualities. He really did, and he showed yeah. them year one. But what I did reflect in the notes I had uh, were that like his ability to go through progressions wasn't good. And the thing that I overlooked then um, that had been talked about that I was like I don't. I, I, I'm sure this will get better. Was him ab- taking the ability of receiving coaching, like taking in what the coaches are saying? Um, that was another thing. Anyway, that's that's getting beyond the point. But once I uh, <laughs> look at these players a little bit more, I'll have a better um, idea of what I would like to see. No, I like it. I like it. So now I'm gonna. We're just gonna give the 2024 roster ah. up and down. And I'm going to butcher some names, and you're going to correct me, and then I just <laughs> want to get your overall thoughts. Okay, cool. All right. The 2024 roster in the mock offseason. Quarterback starting is our first-round pick. One of those three guys. Okay, before. cool. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor, Bailey Zappi. Running backs, we got Ramondre and Zeke. Receivers, we got either the Higgins, Mike Evans, or Pittman Jr., then we got Hollywood Brown, Demario Douglas, Juju Smith-Schuster, Kendrick Bourne, and then round two or three pick. Okay. Tight end, we got Hunter Henry and Farrell Brown. Okay. Left tackle, we got Tyron Smith, and then around two or three pick. Left guard, we got Cole Strange. Center, David Andrews, which he might retire, I feel. But right guard. Possible. Uh, City So or City So correct, and, and then right tackle Mike Cole away on away you I on away you on away you. So did you say um, um Smith was the left tackle? The left tackle was Tyron Smith. Okay, slash great. Round two to three pick. Okay, got you. Yeah. Now, what are your thoughts on that offense if it were to happen? So could happen. I think, yeah, I think that could definitely happen. Um, of course, I'm not doing the numbers, so I don't know specifically, but I think that's absolutely possible. And again, we both kind of look at the Tyrod Taylor thing. Not really certain of what's going to happen there. Um, feeling that Billy Zappi could be the backup, and feeling okay with that. Um, but because he's still there. It seems like that wouldn't be a bad option either. Um, I'm going to go through what I like and then what I don't like. How about that? Um, I like that the second or third round offensive tackle is a backup in case something goes wrong because the offensive line has been an issue for a while. But my concern for that happening 
is um, has to deal with Anwenu. I will get to that. Uh, I think the wide receivers look great. I think that's a great look of having a young receiver. My ideas for Higgins um, coming in there and working with a rookie quarterback. And then you're keeping that running back squad, again, that has honestly done really well. Um, I'll go to the negatives now. Um, again, the Tyrod thing I was not sure about. I feel like the wide receiver depth is almost like too much. Where I feel like yeah. I feel like that could be used, based on this um, mock offseason, could be used at a backup position for running back. Focus on tackle in the second round and then in the third going to um, running back. That's how that's how um, Damian Harris was drafted. So third round pick. So that's my thought there. And then again for the offensive line, here's here's my idea. I'll break it down. Um, Smith at left tackle would be great, absolutely great. I think Unwenu is a better guard than he is tackle. I think he's a lot better at guard. So I would hope to see him at guard, right guard again, and then have Strange at left guard. And then. I don't know about right tackle. Do we bring in a second rounder and then put in what I would like, Calvin Anderson? I have a lot of faith in Calvin Anderson, so um, I wouldn't mind that at all. So Mm. it's an interesting play in this game of like, okay, what's our priority here? Because there's so many needs at the moment that what should be prioritized and what experience level are we looking for? So I think that it's going to be very com- um, complicated for this offseason. Um, but I, 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 don't, I don't hate it. Like, I think that's like an, a nice ideal world kind of situation. Um, right. So, and I'm sure we'll talk about our own thoughts and probably bring our own offseason mocks too. So, But I like it. I like, I like the idea, and I think there's a lot that will transpire over the next couple weeks of what may happen in a more definite sense. Yeah, and then I look at the the mock like defense kind of starting roster. It honestly just looks like the healthy roster from this year. Yeah. Like not even like. And I don't even mind that. <laughs> like I don't. I think that's great. Like I think that's like I have no issue with that. Yeah, I I agree. And I just when we're still in this kind of make believe. Like, let's hope what will maybe <laughs> topic. I'm going to throw out a name, and let's see how your thoughts on Okay. What if Russell Wilson were to come? Or we'd have the opportunity to work with him. Do you want him? For a... Okay, I'll start off with this. No, and this is why I say it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like here we go. Here's the thesis, and I'm going to continue. Um, Wilson is just getting to an older age, and... Yep. I'm honestly not very interested in, you know, pulling a Tampa Bay with Tom Brady kind of situation. Of course, Tom Brady, different name, totally different, so I understand why the Buccaneers did that. That's a, that's a, that's a given for that situation. But I'm not really interested in having Russell, who's kind of so-so at the moment, still playing well. I don't yeah. think he should have gotten benched um, in the last few games. But I, I would really rather see... Um, a rookie quarterback. I really I'm, there's not a, a whole lot of options in terms of free agents or someone worth trading for, and I don't honestly don't think we have um, the room to trade for a veteran quarterback. We need we need that value in other places. Yeah, you're definitely right. Yeah, I, I I completely agree. I 
I only threw that out there because, like, you know, team that kind of wants to get rid of a team that needs a quarterback. So, right. obviously, we heard it. Right. Um, or at least I did on social media. And I think the only way I could see that, like, working out would be if we we had to use our first-round pick to get, like, a receiver or something. But in the third spot, Marvin Harris Jr. is probably going to be taken. So, like, where would we go from there? So there's a lot of negatives that would come from getting him. But, yeah, I just wanted to see your take on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, Belichick was saying, and I'm paraphrasing this, that, you know, if he was going to retire, he'd post it on um, Twitter or MyFace. Because you mentioned social media there. So I had to see, like, what's your favorite one? Is it Twitter or MyFace? Twitter or MyFace. Can I be honest with you? I don't (laughs) use either. (laughs) Yeah, because they don't exist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Whoopsies. I didn't even know what my face was. I figured that was a Belichick joke, but it's not Twitter. It's not. Yeah, it's not real. (laughs) There's there's no my face. (laughs) I I would use my face. (laughs) Careful while saying that. (laughs) Using my face. I I don't know about that. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, Nate. Thanks for doing that. I appreciate it. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the little fantasy mock draft. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, so I got a game. We're not stopping games. It's still going to happen. Um, so I'm creating a game this week. And this game is called 25 Words or Less on my second consecutive time doing a game. Um, so basically how this is going to work is that, Nate, I'm, I have a list of eight words here. I will say it's football related, just okay. just so you know. I like football. And you have to. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a, another word that's like this word, like the word. It's similar. <laughs> and based on the word I tell you, you're gonna try to guess the actual word. Oh wow! Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So like like for example, if I gave you the word hoop, I might might say basketball. Or something okay. like that. So I might try, you know, I might try to do that, or rim, or um, backboard, something like that. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Okay, so we got eight words, and you have to do it all in twenty-five words or less. Does that makes sense. All right. Yeah. Um, can you repeat that? I'm sorry. Okay. So you have to do all of this in twenty-five words or less. Twenty-five. Doing what? I like, so I, I have the so I'll give you. Words so that yeah. you, you can guess these eight words. We'll oh, go. We'll okay. go in order, and you, and I can only yeah. give you up to twenty five words. Total, out of, and I need to get all eight. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we get, right, we right. get there eventually. How many guesses do I get? Uh, at one after every word. Okay. All right. Cool. Again, football themed. So here's 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 my first guess. And everyone play along. Play along. I'm not gonna give you the words beforehand so that you can also play along. Okay. So here so here we go. Plane. Planes. Oh man. Jets. Yeah. 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 There you go. Or <laughs> one for one. Gee whiz. Jeepers. Alright, here we go. Belichick. Bill. Yeah, yeah. 
you go. Let's two go. for two. Two for two. Man, you make a great quarterback. All right. Um, let me think of something creative here. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Spoon. Spoon. It's the word? It's a word. Oh, man. Um, uh, certainly got me on that one. Yeah. Uh, let's go silver. No, no. Uh, let's think of another one. Um, so now this next word's going to correlate with spoon for the word? Yeah, it's going to help you out. It's going to aid it. Um, big. Big spoon. <laughs> um, oh, man. Spoon is throwing me off big. I don't know, maybe like a lineman? Nope, nope. Let's think of another one. Big spoon. <laughs> oh, God. It's not a big spoon. Okay, here's another one. I guess it's a word, but also not. 75. Oh, well forked? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. All right, I get it? Yeah. All right, we got... <laughs> yeah, big spoon. <laughs> I, I like that. That's cool. I... I now I can broaden my my thinking too. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. To be honest, I didn't know like specific players' names, <laughs> especially like not even current. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, you got cool. your creative creative juices flowing. Yeah. All right. Fall. Fall. Fall is your word. Yep. Um, I don't know. Season. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Oh. You got it. Let's go. Let's see. We got four done. Six words. That's it. Pretty good. All right. Here we go. Yep. Time. Clock. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Too bad I put Wilt Fork in there. All right. Here we go. Um, thinking here. Okay. 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 I got one. Encroachment. I don't know if this is one word, but offsides. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It is. <laughs> Man, cruising here. All right, we got two more. Man, if I uh, blow this, this is like worse. <laughs> You're gonna be a Atlantic Falcon. You're gonna be one of them. All right, here we go. T. I don't know if that's allowed. I don't know if I could do that, but I'm doing it. Higgins. No, no, but good, good thought though. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I think I might have another guess. Okay. I'll wait for word. Yeah, I'll wait for word. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Stoppage. That's so funny. I was thinking you were gonna say that. Is it a timeout? It is. Yeah. Oh man, I got right when it. It's funny because I did it with my hands to <laughs> to think about what was going on. I'm like, I'm calling the timeout. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait a minute, I gotta I got act this out. Yeah. All right. Oh, man, if I blow this now, it's really bad. I know, you've only done 10, so, like, we're cruising. Okay. Ice. Ice. Matt. No, no, no. 
<laughs> but I like it. I like that one too. I got another one. I got another word. Flurries. Flurries. Snow? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Look at that. Snowball. All done. <laughs> Clean it up. Wow. That was pretty good. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed myself. I impressed myself. Yeah, me, me too. Because I was like, okay, I'm looking at this list. I got some ideas of where we're going to go with this, but I did not think we're going to like cut it in half and do less than 12 or 13, but we, we did. Ooh, new record. Yeah, you only need one guest for Jets and Bill, uh, three for Will Fork, one for Season, one for Clock, two for Offsides, right? No, one for Offsides. Yeah, it, was, it, it was um, two for Timeout and then two yeah. for Snow. Good work, Nate. Thanks, man. Thanks fun. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go into our preview. But wait. We can't do a preview because there's no game to preview. Um, the New England Patriots have ended their season 4-13, uh, last mm. in the AFC East, unfortunately. As we've said before, secured the third overall selection in the 2024 NFL Draft. And so what does that mean for us? We will go into a bi-weekly schedule for our podcast um, because there will be less to talk about with games. But we will be covering everything off-season, free agents, draft process, uh, combine, um, playoffs too. You know, we're still interested in the rest of the NFL. Um, but that's kind of some things we'll continue doing. I think it's fair enough that we'll still do hot takes, right? Yeah? Yeah? Yeah, there's pretty good off-season hot takes. Yeah, so we'll continue to do that. We love our games. We love them. So we'll continue. We will continue to do that. Um, Maybe bring some back that some particularly like. Um, So that's kind of our outlook as we look into um, the end of the winter season and into the spring. Um, I will be doing a independent project about the NFL draft and seeing how. Life decisions and skills correlate for the NFL draft and how that continues into um, players' professional lives. So that's a little about me, that I will be doing that during the semester um, and then going to the draft. So we'll be working with that, and I'm a big draft fanatic, too. Not only am I a Foxborough fanatic, but I'm a draft fanatic. So I will be working alongside that work that I do, too. Um... But I'm looking forward to this offseason because, honestly, once the Jets game ended, Nate, I was kind of ready. I was kind of ready. It was bittersweet because of the Bill Belichick um, situation, I would say. Yeah, I I definitely agree. It was bittersweet is a perfect way to put it. Like, we wanted to win every game because it's fun to watch as a fan, but... At the same time, we pretty much just locked up, what, the third pick in the draft? Yep. Yeah, so, like, that's great. Season's over. We've gotten so much bad luck. <laughs> I think this team's, this team's record does not show the team it truly is. Yeah. So, yeah. just starting over, getting over it. This is going to be a great playoffs. Like, I hate to admit it, but, like... It's exciting. I don't actually. I don't hate to admit it. I hate that another team's gonna win. That <laughs> like, but um, it it's gonna be a great playoff. So I'm excited to kind of like watch it, see how it turns out, and then 
you know, Brady said it himself. There's a lot of mediocrity in the league right now. So hopefully we can just take advantage of the offseason and come back as a top top team. I know it's a lot to ask just finishing our season, but gives us hope. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, to address Bill again, I really feel like, and, and I struggle with it because I still feel that there's a 70% chance. I've kind of stuck with that because the players speak of Bill so highly, and I can't ignore that because the fans speak highly of him, of course, and so do the players um, who are not even on the Patriots about his coaching. So I would hope that his pride as a coach would outweigh what he would like to do as a general manager. And I say that's kind of smiling because I, I don't know if he will accept someone else coming in as a general manager. And that's why I continue to say 70% as my thoughts on there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to change my 49%. <laughs> probably, you know, I'll, I'll just... If you're at 70, I'm at 69%. Because I'm, I'm a little... Uh. <laughs> are we doing a, are, do we have any decimal points with that or no? Um, yeah, sure. 69.75 because of Will Fork. Um, <laughs> Fair play. I don't know. I just, maybe it was just because this whole game, the whole Fox crew was just pounding it down our throat that we were losing him and this is our last game with him. Yep. But it, nothing sits right now like he's coming back for me. Yeah. I, but at the same time, it, it was not. This season was not on Bill, right? Like not at all. I don't think. I mean, I'm sure he made his fair share of mistakes, but yeah. In general, like I would not say that Bill Belichick was the reason we went four and whatever. So it's hard to let him go if he does get let go. But I, not too many coaches out there who have four and whatever. 13, is it 13? Correct, yep. Yeah, 4 and 13 seasons and stay on as head coach, so. Yeah, uh, and, yeah, I think it's hard because it's one season, and I know it's been a progression of seasons as well, but they tried a quarterback. It didn't work out, and that's what we're dealing with right now, and a, a load of injuries as well. Um, I would love to keep them. I would really love to see that, but of course I don't. I don't. I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm uncertain of that. Um, and we're we're pretty much definitely saying goodbye to Mac Jones. So it's kind of an end of an era there. And we're saying goodbye to Matthew Slater, which is a very very yeah, bittersweet sad. one too. There's not many special teamers that make you feel that way. Yeah, I mean, when you said Mac, I got happy, but that's really <laughs> uh, it's. It is weird because if Bill does leave, that's something that is probably going to consistently keep slacking, especially without Slater. Like special teams was Belichick's differential. Yeah. Like, like we know he's a great coach. We know Brady was a great player, and there is such thing as a great coach and a great player on the same team. But like one thing that Brady couldn't help him with that he was always so good at was special teams. So if Slater's out and potentially Belichick's out, like it, it's going to be weird yeah. to see our special teams not be like by far the best in the league. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but um, 
with that said, Reese, you mentioned earlier, like we've been talking about, if if Bill's out, I'm 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 running for a new new coach. Like I don't want him to leave. Yeah. But I'm ready and optimistic of someone else coming in. It's like it's like having a great teacher, and then you have to go to the next grade. Mm. Like, don't want to leave, but you never know what might come. It might not be as great, but it still could be very good for different reasons. Like I, I'm just ready to see what would happen if if Bill's not there and someone else is our coach. Right. I think yeah. There's I like the teacher analogy there. That was really good because change is on the way. It really is, and that there's going to be a bunch anyway because there's been. Yeah, I'm, this is not discrediting uh, Mac or Bailey Zappi, but there is going to be a new face in the quarterback room, a large one, and presumably one at the receiver position too. Two that are going to be highlighted completely. I mean, when you think about teams in the NFL and what wants to be highlighted, it's the receiver and quarterback position because those are the superstars. Those are the ones who are making the big plays. It's just the truth there. So... If you add on a new head coach too, it's just it's a it's a rebuild. That's what it is. All right, we're not going anywhere. We won't. We're just gonna see a little bit less often. But we got a whole twelve episodes out in the twenty twenty three season in the fall. How great is that? That's pretty great. No one else did that. No one else did that. We're pretty great. I Nate, I would say you're Nate the Great. See what I did there? Oh man, that's very <laughs> nice. And you're Reese. The best in the world. <laughs> I was like thinking in my head, I was like, where is he going to go with this? Because I was like, Reese the Beast. And I was like, oh no, there's a T in that. But yeah, hey, yeah. You know, I'll, 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 I'll take that too. The best in the world, you know? <laughs> uh, um, Reese the Best. Uh, I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> hey, I'll take it, man. All right. Reese and Nate are signing out for Foxborough Fanatics, and we will see you in two weeks. Can you believe it? Two weeks. And maybe we'll have some more information about what's going to happen to Bill Belichick and maybe a little bit more about the playoffs. We'll have all that and more. But we'll see you next time. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Good boy.